If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Bet Online still remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest, the easiest. It's the best way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head on over to betonline.ag, join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you so much, Bet Online, for bringing this podcast to the people. You can just dictate exactly how much in a week you want to train. But take into consideration, even if you're sitting there thinking, I want to train six days a week because it does make me feel better. I'm one of those people who gets that buzz out of training more often, right? Does your lifestyle allow that? Hello, I am Mikey of the Mikey Likes You podcast. I am the Mikey who does the liking. You're you who is liked. Simple equation. I discovered it organically. It's great though. It works. It just seems to work out. All right. Last week, we talked all about building a training program. The nuts and bolts. The foundation, if you will. The pillars of creating a training program. I highly recommend you go back and listen to it if you haven't had a chance. Um, I go pretty in-depth on the ideas of creating optimal training. and. One of the underlying themes, pretty much the big underlying theme, was overtraining. A lot of people just simply are doing too much, and it's usually nonsensical volume. People are doing too much stuff that doesn't matter, and not enough stuff that does. They're doing, they're having excess. They're doing too much, not doing too good. Have less, have better. That's the way you got to think about training. Okay, because you're only really given a certain amount of physical energy. Like your body only carries so much, uh, you know, glucose on, on the ready. It only carries so much, you know, uh, ketones or whatever, whatever, you know, you're going to engage in. It's going to come from a certain energy source. There's about really three energy systems, three main ones. It gets broken down into subdivisions, but there's three main sub kind of, or excuse me, three main energy systems of the human body. 
And they're each given kind of a finite amount of stuff. But you're also given like a, a limit to your central nervous system, how much you can just, you're systemically how much you can take. Also, you're given a limit of how much you can emotionally take, like before you get burnt out, you're like, this sucks. And spiritually, there's only so much you can do without getting the results you want before you just get completely frustrated and give up. All right. So if you haven't heard the nuts and bolts of uh, program building, I highly encourage you to go back and take a listen. But if you did, here we go. So last week we built the building. Today we're doing the interior decorating. We're going to continue talking about program building, but now we're going to talk about the details. If we made the Cornish game hen last week, we're doing the bam, bam, little, little, little bit of seasoning. Seasoning is what we're doing today. Boom. Okay, so we're talking about building training programs. Last week, I really focused on amount, like frequency during the week, the amount of training over a week's span. And I said, most people are going to find it optimal to train three times a week. People blow their mind when you hear that. Oh, no, I'm too hardcore. I need to train more. Well, fuck off. It's not true. Okay. There's only three really hard training days you could do unless look unless either you have an extensive training history really extensive training history in which case you're probably not listening to me about how to construct your training program you have incredible genetics or you're on lots of drugs a lot of times it's like a combination of the three i will cycle back to last week right i said one of the biggest problems I had, and one of the reasons that I wasted so much time and so much effort without getting really any results. I was like, uh, do you lift bro guy? I was do you lift bro guy from 17 to like 19 to like 20, 21. Okay. And one of the reasons was, is because I was a super motivated, super motivated, but I was taking all my cues. You got to remember, this is like before the internet, the internet existed, but I didn't exist for me in 1997. I was not on, the, I, did, I was not on the internet. I had no desire. When I, once I discovered porn, then I started to get interested. But even then you kids, don't know, you don't know how great it is to beat off now. Because even when I got the internet, like when the internet became a thing for me, it was still like, then like pixels filling up the screen over a half hour, a half hour to get like an image of, of Jenna Jameson. Okay. Now book on your phone instantaneously from anywhere. You're in a porta potty in Bakersfield flies banging off your gum. You're like, doo, doo, doo. let me see uh, just the Bukaki 5,000 anal gangbang, butt to butt double dong for fun. Boop. Just right there. Hyperspeed. It's like boner Star Trek. You have no idea how lucky you are. I digress. The internet wasn't a thing for me. So I wasted a lot of time looking at like Flex Magazine and there's nothing wrong with these publications, okay? But I was reading a lot of 
publications and, 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 and write-ups from people who are using tons of drugs, tons of drugs. And then I'm trying to replicate it. And it makes no even as like a, a young kid with great, a great hormone profile and tons of motivation, it's not gonna work out. It's not gonna work out, okay? So once I had people step into my life and like structure, showing me how to train, how to reduce that volume, how to really take rest in between sets to maximize my performance. And I started to like measure performance as opposed to the feeling of it. Like, the, does this make me sore? Does this give me a good pump? It didn't matter. I was starting to like have measurable results. I could see the weight on the bar going up. I could see the amount of reps I was doing going up, whatever. And then I started, then it, it all came together. Then it was like the whole, wow, damn dog. You, what have you been up to? To get locked in the pen? for six months, because you look jacked. No one ever said that to me because people knew I wasn't getting locked up. I would be made, my butthole get turned inside out, quick, especially back then, you know? Now I think I could, I'm not saying like, uh, I'm so fierce that now I could make it I can make it in the pen. What I am saying is that at least I can muster up some mind games or something, get guys to believe that I'm some savvy cartel badass, right? You know, they go in there, change my voice a little, lower my shoulders, like, oh, you know. You know, what do you got going on over there? What are you looking at? Yeah? What are they serving the mess hall? <sighs> you got sweet potatoes tonight. They got the tater tots in here. It's and people will be like, well, what's up with that guy? So I'm relaxed in this situation. I'm be shitting my pants. But I could, I could play that stuff. 43 years old, I could, I, could, I could make that happen. Either way, I want to get you to just dance right over that whole era of making all those mistakes, wasting that energy, wasting that money, wasting that time. And then, you know, worst of all is you get, you get so frustrated with lack of results that you just give up altogether. Like that really is bad news. I want people to prevent that because if you have that will, if you have that desire, it doesn't matter what, I don't give a fuck if you've never trained ever and you look like a mess, you could be 500 pounds overweight. Okay. You could be one of those people on like one of those, the TLC shows, if you have the desire and you're actually falling through, you're showing up, you're doing it, that I want that to stay, I want to preserve that so desperately, you know? Because one of the biggest reasons, the, actually probably the biggest reason people fall off, the biggest reason people don't look the way they wanna look or perform the way they wanna perform is not because of laziness, it's not because of lack of time, it's, not, it's because they try it and they don't get the results that they want or they don't get the results that they want in the time frame that they want it. And then they just go, screw this, I'm done. And you go back to eating probably worse than you ate before. You go back to a lifestyle that's less um, physical. You have a less, less physical activity in your life than you did before. Because it's, it's, you know, it sucks. It's like being stabbed in the back kind of. So let's avoid that, right? All right, so 
We handled like frequency of training. Now, look, I say, I will tell you this and I stand by this. I'm not trying to talk out of both sides of my mouth, but three days a week of 45 minutes to an hour of intense focused resistance training. That's it. That's the framework. That's all you need. But, you know, people hit me up and they brought up the guys over at Mind Pump, how they have a program that's based on six days a week of training, but you're only training 20, 30 minutes a day, you know, maybe actually 20 minutes. It's like, you're getting this, you're achieving the same thing. And I totally encourage you to go that route, but just recognize that, you know, the mind, those guys at Mind Pump are super smart. They're super smart. And I encourage everybody to follow them and get behind them. Leo Costa with Big Beyond Belief and his training programs. And I see my friend, Mike Mahler has done some incredible things with what they call high frequency training. If you're someone like me who just gets a buzz, gets an actual therapeutic feeling from training more often, you don't want to spend four days not in the gym because you actually feel better about yourself above and beyond the, the, the results, right? You feel better mentally, spiritually from training, okay? That's fine. But then you've got to really reduce, really reduce the volume of your training. People train six days a week. Some people are doing two a days. I get people who are DMing me. They're like talking about two a days, like they're Arnold in his prime. You know, like it's 1970s golden era bodybuilders that are doing two a days. It's like, yeah, that shit works. If you have at least a thousand milligrams of test with a little winstrol, maybe some DECA if you're in the off season. I'm serious, bro. Like you got, these are, these are things. And I will remind you something that I talked about um, last week was, that people have a completely, like a completely uh, twisted, a, a distorted view of what anabolic and androgenic steroids do. What a, those agents are designed, they don't just naturally make you buff. What they do is they reduce your time to recovery. They increase your recovery ability. They increase your protein synthesis. So you can train harder more frequently. That's literally what they make you do, okay? There's going to be some benefits metabolically and things like that that is just natural that come with putting those compounds in your body. But most of the benefit is that it makes it so you can train harder more. If you don't have those drugs, you can't train hard all the time. Now, if you're going to train six days a week, like I said, Leo Costa had been screwing around with that for years, 20, 30 years ago, he had been talking about high frequency training. Brian Haycock, I believe the dude's name is, made a huge like really made a splash in the early 2000s with his high frequency training. And like I said, my friend, Mike Mahler, um, a, a great vegan source of information for those of you who are out there who are vegan. He is a, is a big believer and at times a proponent of high frequency training, but you're talking about one, maybe two exercises, 20 minutes, six days a week, if you're gonna do that, okay? So you can see as frequency increases, volume has to go down, all right? And as intensity increases, volume has to go down. And, you can't, and as, as intensity reduces, your volume can go up. Um, I don't see any real problem with like doing a 90 minute hike or, or walk on an incline, right? I have a real problem with people like, for 90 minutes I deadlifted with two minutes rest in between. I'll be like, well, <laughs> you're gonna drive yourself into the grave. All right, so. Where you can you can just dictate exactly how much in a week you want to train, but take into consideration even if you're sitting there thinking I want to train six days a week because it does make me feel better. I'm one of those people who gets that buzz out of training more often, right? 
does your lifestyle allow that? Because whatever you choose, whatever that frequency you choose, you kind of got to stick to it. It can't be like, well, last week I trained three days. This week I trained six. It was awesome. But, oh, dude, this upcoming week, I'll be lucky if I get two. That's not how that shit works. That's why I always say, just go with three because most people have lives. And whatever you choose, it's got to be something that you can do consistently. That's far more important than anything else. All right. So find out what you can do, not what you, you're capable of pulling up. What does your lifestyle allow you to do and thrive at? What does your lifestyle allow you as either a parent or a student or someone with a bunch of jobs or someone with a job with an erratic schedule? What is your schedule? What does your life allow you to do and thrive at? What can you do and show up consistently and smash? Because that's really where it comes. It has to be a consistent thing that you sign up for and you cash that check every single week and you're hitting increasingly better results. You have to be able to do it better than last time, every single workout. It doesn't seem realistic that that's gonna happen six days a week for most people. It is very realistic if you do two or three days a week. All right, so you, you dictate what you're capable of doing in a week. Okay, we established that. Like I said, let's just go with three days a week because that's what I always recommend for people. Now we gotta move on to exercise selection, right? Because you may be sitting there going, okay, well, three days a week, 45 minutes to an hour, all right? Got it. What do I do while I'm there? How do I fill up 45 minutes? Okay. Not a bad question. I think people should all go back to full body training. One of the reasons I'm always such a big proponent of the five by five program, the strongest five by five is because it's based around a complete full body training three days a week. So the volume is reduced. The intensity is still high, but it's high enough and it's regulated so that you can train everything, kind of all the different movement patterns, all three days in each week, giving yourself kind of that advancement in your know, hormonal state, your metabolic state, three full times a week, as opposed to like a bro split where you're only getting one. Bro splits meaning like chest day, back day, leg day, you know what I'm saying? All right. so. We have established three days a week, let's do full body. I don't like the idea of dictating what you should do exercise-wise. What I think should be looked at when it comes to constructing your actual day-to-day -day training program is movement patterns. Train movements, don't train exercises. Try to get the most kind of open kinetic chain you can, the most compound movement that you can, um, and then train the six movement patterns over all three days. So one exercise for each movement pattern, I think that's a great thing. What if you're doing three days a week of full body? What if you had three separate exercises for each movement pattern and you did one of those each of the three days? Boom. All right, so what are those six movement patterns, right? You have 
the horizontal push. Bench press, push up, chest press. All right, so like I said, always try to lean into the compound movements, the ones that are gonna give you more muscular involvement, they're gonna involve more joints. Opt for a push-up as opposed to a cable crossover, okay? You are gonna get more of a kind of a hormonal benefit. You're gonna get more bang for your buck. I am not saying that there is no value to isolation movements, especially in smaller muscles, biceps, calves. Of course, their isolation movements have their place, but they are nowhere near as effective overall when you're talking about building a program compared to free weight or body weight movements, all right? So you have the horizontal push, right? Bench press, push up, incline bench press, decline, dumbbell press, whatever. This horizontal. You have the vertical push. You have overhead press, dumbbell press, Arnold press, things like that. Okay, military press. These are these are your vertical overhead movements typically. You have horizontal pull, rows of all kinds. You're pulling this way, as opposed to pushing in the bench press, you're doing a row, pulling it back. Rows are going to be your core for building in the horizontal pull. Bodyweight rows, cable rows, uh, dumbbell row, one-arm dumbbell row, two-arm dumbbell row, penlay row, Dorian Yates style barbell row, reverse grip to like the lower part of the gut, okay? Row, 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 your boat. Gently down to the swollness. That is the end of the stream, all right? So bench press derivative is gonna be that horizontal push, row and row variation is gonna be your horizontal pull, and then overhead presses of most types gonna be your, uh, your vertical push. Now, what is a vertical pull? You may be able to be piecing it together by now. Pull-ups, chin-ups, pull-downs, pull, uh, chin-grip pull-downs, things like that, okay? Um, then there is the lower body hinge. Lower body hinge is gonna be your deadlift variations. Um, good mornings, deadlifts, trap bar deadlifts, Romanian deadlifts. These are where you hinge at the waist as opposed to knee flexions, which is that final different movement pattern. And that is your squat variation. Squats, lunges, anywhere where the knee is bending, okay? As opposed to bending at the hips, which is your hinge. And those, the bread and butter for your hinge movement or your hinge movement pattern is gonna be the deadlift and the deadlift variations. And the knee flexion is going to be the squat and the squat variations. That is one-legged squats, Bulgarian split squats, lunges, walking lunges, uh, front squats, leg press machine if you're, if you're in a position where you're not comfortable squatting, okay? Um, so there, you have your six movement patterns. Build your core program around that. I, 20 some years in, am seeing my best results. I always see my best results when I simplify and I do like four or five movements over a week span. Hey fellas, look, confidence in the bedroom is really important and I understand it can be embarrassing to try to deal with that if you identify a problem. Well, Blue Chew is here to save the day. Blue Chew, it's a unique online service 
that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable tablet, and it comes at a fraction of the cost. All right? You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. And the process is super simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part is you don't have to deal with the embarrassment of waiting in line at the pharmacy, going to the doctor's office, zero awkward conversations. It all comes right to your door, and you get to avoid all the stuff that I know you don't want to deal with. Listen, the bedroom, when it goes down, you want to be able to perform. I get it. There's nothing wrong with that, okay? So get yourself some Blue Chew. BlueChew.com. Use the promo code Mikey. Receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. Gosh darn it, do we ever thank you, Blue Chew, for sponsoring this podcast. Remember to use that promo code Mikey at checkout. Oh boy, I'm going to tell you about a spoon, a magic spoon. Growing up, cereal, it was one of the best parts of being a child, right? Getting a bowl of cereal, some ice cold milk, mmm, it made your whole day. Well, when we're all trying to eat better as adults, why not have the number one ace up your sleeve right in your pantry at all times? And that is Magic Spoon cereal. It tastes as good, if not better, than all of your favorite childhood cereals. But you don't get any of the junk. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, it's just a bunch of regular old sugary cereal with some protein powder added in. Oh, no, 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 no. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories per serving, and it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. Amazing flavors. I've tried every one, and they're all delicious. Peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple, waffle, fruity, cocoa. Oh, man. All of them are delicious. And like I said, they all taste as good as your favorite childhood cereals. So head on over to magicspoon.com slash Mikey, grab a custom bundle of cereal, try it today. Be sure to use the promo code Mikey at checkout, save $5 off your entire order. Magic Spoon's so confident in this product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund all your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Mikey and use the code Mikey to save $5 off. Thank you so much, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this here episode. I will incline press, overhead press, dip, squat, deadlift, row, and, and weighted chin. Like right now, that's really what I'm doing. And for the, for the interest of full honesty, I add calves and, and uh, arm work. But at like really small amounts, like really small amounts. I probably do like two days a week, I'll do three to four working sets of calves um, on two different, you know, like the seated movements and then like the standing movements. And Biceps and triceps, like I, one, once a week, I'll do three to four working sets of each. Um, but the rest is like I'm squatting, I'm deadlifting, I'm benching, different forms of bench, and I'm doing weighted chins and dips. Like I really, that 
if you can really see yourself progressing in the movement patterns, like core lifts on the movement patterns, it all works out. And keep hammering those PRs, like keep at it, being focused, not wasting that time. And it's not even a matter of like wasting time in the gym, of, of actual physical, where it's like, oh dude, come on, let's get to it. You're sitting on your phone. I mean, actually like wasting your emotional energy well, like, well, what, what, how many sets did I do on this one? What do you, no, no, go in there. It's like, I'm going to do two working sets of everything. I'm going to make as many warm-ups as you want, but I'm going to do one or maybe two working sets of this shit. I'm going to fucking drive it, write it down. Ha, one more rep is last time, but then last time. Or, you know, 10 more pounds than last time. That's how, I mean, that's the secret. That's what changes from people who are going to be spinning their wheels as opposed to people who are like going to consistently year after year going to be making those gains. And if you're thinking, well, I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose body fat. Fine. Do exactly everything I just told you, but eat less. It's almost all nutritional. Give up this idea that burning calories in the gym is how you're going to get what you want because it's not that way. You actually burn a considerably low amount of calories in comparison to just what you do to keep yourself alive with metabolic processes. Okay? And circuit training and lots of like high intensity cardio, it's not going to benefit you. And it certainly doesn't make it so that you can eat more shitty. It's a matter of regulating your diet, upping your protein, and regulating your calories to get the goal that you want. And if it's body fat loss, you better reduce your calories. And then consistently trying to make strength numbers go up. It has very little to do. Trust me. I know you hate, especially chicks hate hearing that. But a lot of, a lot of guys too nowadays, they get so addicted to the feeling of training, I don't feel like I did enough. I hate these longer rest periods. I hate the less frequent workouts. I hate because I don't get that immediate feedback that I'm wanting, that, that my, my, my reptilian brain is asking for. Even though it might not be getting me where I wanna go. How many people are just toiling away in a CrossFit gym still with mantids or still with a flat ass or a fupa? And CrossFit's fucking hard. It's hard work. But it's, it, you're, you essentially, by combining these things, by taxing different energy systems at the same time, you're just forcing yourself to be mediocre at a lot of things as opposed to really fine-tuning and being excellent at one. And if getting to look good naked is your thing that you want to fine tune, you got to give up on things that prevent you from watching your strength numbers increase and things that make it almost impossible to regulate your intake because that's how you get where you want to go. All right, so let's wrap this up, okay? We've gone over, there are six major movement patterns and you should try to train movement patterns. Do not try to isolate exercises. Train the movement patterns, vertical push, 
vertical pull, horizontal push, horizontal pull, hinge and knee flexion, all right? Go for the core movements, those real bread and butter movements in each of those six movement patterns and build your training program around it. There is a place for isolation movements, especially for smaller muscles, but that is absolutely garnish. That is a side order. That is not your main entree, all right? And break those things up. I do recommend full body training for people three days a week. And you may be out there being like, oh, I'm too advanced. No, most people are not. Most people are not. Most people are intermediate at best, okay? And professional bodybuilders for a long time saw insane results with consistency on full body training over like a three or two day period. The, the silver era bodybuilders, guys in the 50s, Sean Connery, before he decided to be a actor, he was a bodybuilder and he was amazing looking. And I've, I'll show a picture. There's a picture of Sean Connery on stage with a bunch of dudes in the 50s. And all of them look better than most people in the gym all over the world right now, they look a million times better than 95% of people who spend all their lives training and, think, and eating protein shakes and shit because they were really consistent with basic movements in a higher intensity, focused way, in a lower, kind of lower volume way. People love to feel sore and get sweaty because it gives them immediate feedback like they're doing something. Well, you're not. Have the, the be mature enough, have, be, have, be patient to understand like you have to apply this movement pattern, this exercise, whatever it may be, you apply it now to achieve a stimuli. You recover from that stimuli and then you build upon that. Okay, that's, that's really like, the, the, the Reader's Digest version of how you get to where you want to go, okay? And be consistent. Like I said, train as much as you feel that you can. If you want to train six days a week, fine. Shorten those training, uh, training sessions really low, really low volume for each of them. And you're gonna have to regulate your intensity and train as much as you can with your given lifestyle so that you can be consistent because that's way more important. Having two weeks where you slam it and then four weeks where you're kind of just phoning it in, that doesn't, it's not as good. It's not as good as having eight months of every single week hitting your workouts and monitoring and watching your progress go up. Consistency crushes these fleeting moments of exceptional performance. It, it crushes it. All right? Here, here's another thing. I, I was watching Scarface the other day, as I want to do. And in the beginning, there's this, like the famous chainsaw scene, right? Well, fucking Manolo is cruising up with Tony and he's like, Tony, you know, I, I see them, I, blah, 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 they were lesbians, fucking lesbians. And then he's putting on his silencer and it's like his little, like little Mac 10. And Tony, sure enough, is like, oh, fuck you, man. Oh, fuck you, I got your side. 
they go in to meet the Colombians, right? First, you, you, first they open the door and you see that haggard ass, weird looking old lady Colombian bitch. And she's just sitting there, right? Sure enough, she's got her silencer and shit. Dudes are doing bad shit in the bathroom, right? And everyone, everyone silencers. And then when it's time to do dirt, the the the, the old wizened uh, Colombian crack whore turns up the TV, right? She's like, "Oh, I think things are about to go down. I want to mask the sound with my television." Everyone is so concerned with their firearms. They're all with the silencers, but then these cocks. They fucking fire off a gas-powered chainsaw. Do you know how fucking loud those are? This is a pay-by-the-hour dump motel with a half an inch of drywall separating each room. And these people were conscious of the sound that they were making enough that they would make sure that their firearms have their set. But then I I chop down shit all the time. I have a gas powered chainsaw. It's deafening. Deafening. I could be in the back of my property. And then my kid and my wife in the house would be like, Jesus, oh, Papa's chopping down logs. Getting the firewood. <laughs> Fuck you, Colombians. And fucking Scarface. Wizened old Colombian bitch crack whore. And your Hawaiian shirt asshole friends. Fuck you. Secondly, give up. This is for you fellas out there. became a thing where you started like identifying what type of guy you are. He's an alpha. The other day I saw, I was like, someone was telling me I'm a Sigma. I was like, what the fuck is that? Sigma? I was like, is that a good thing? College age guys, you know? I don't know. How can I be a Sigma male like you? I was like, is that good? Are you, are you insulting me? They're like, no, dude, Sigma, man. I was like, I don't fucking know. Beta, Alpha, alpha Sigma. I'll tell you one thing. Friends of mine, acquaintances that are absolutely alpha males are not going to go around saying it. And they certainly wouldn't even waste the fucking time defining it. They just do their shit. They just do. They just exist. They take care of their family. They take care, they tend to their responsibilities. They're conscientious. They're hardworking. They stand up for what they believe in. They're not gonna waste their time like making sure that they fit into the category. Like when did everything start to become? It's the same thing in fitness. When the fuck did everyone have to have a name for their diet? Everyone's like, are you carnivore? Do you ever screw with cows? I, I just fucking eat food. I eat food. I eat, I eat high protein foods and, 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 and I eat things that seem to make my body perform and feel good. And I regulate how much of that shit I eat. 
I don't attach my identity to my goddamn, to my food. Fuck you. It's food. And I don't certainly need like a title. Are you alpha, bro? Or are you sigma now? I was like, fuck sigma now. There's more. Fuck you. Woo. Thank you. Join my Patreon. If you, there's a lot of extra details and good information. Like and subscribe. If you're listening to this on the audio version only, there's a YouTube channel. Not only do you have the chance to look at my mug while I'm doing the podcast, but I put up extra content too. Exercise tutorials, breakdowns of different types of training, uh, I've started doing some cooking stuff. It's all at my YouTube channel. If you're watching me on YouTube right now, well, let's go down there and like and subscribe. Maybe leave a nice comment. It really does help with the computer algorithms and things. Won't you? All right. In this crazy mix-up world that makes you think that nobody cares, remember, I do. Be good people. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.